We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. where I try to figure out why I'm so single, even though I will put your balls in my mouth with no questions asked. Ooh, oh boy. <laughs> my guest today, she's so funny. She's one of the funniest stand-ups I've ever seen. And she's beautiful. Her skin is flawless. She did an episode of my show, Wistly Exactly Nicole, in the second season. She also has a podcast called Honesty with Z. Zaynab Johnson! Hi! Hey, 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 hey. I say your name correctly, yes? You say Zaynab? it perfect. Okay. Because yes, when we were on set, our AD could I not know. figure out how <laughs> to say your name and then would say it and we'd be like, no. And then he would repeat it incorrectly and be like, well, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I've actually not had that problem a lot of times on TV sets. It seems like mm-hmm. on TV sets, they really try to get it. I think they understand that it's uh, disrespectful. Yeah. Like it's just, like just professional courtesy. It's yeah, like get the actor's the name. name right. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, it's a pretty name. Thank you. Is it? Does it mean anything? It means it, it's an Arabic name, and so it can be translated to uh, in English as an aromatic tree or a father's precious gift. Oh! And my dad named me, so I kind of feel special. That's so <laughs> sweet. Also, uh huh. Any um, like Islamic religion? Because mm-hmm. it's a Muslim name. Are you Muslim? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I don't cover up and I curse and I do all the shit that you ain't. Can we curse? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, please. I do every. I do everything Mm non-Muslim, but I do everything Muslim in my life too. But anyway, um, uh, some there's like a story. There's like a a story that 
people feel like a religious story. It's like a women, the Muslim women who have to cover up. It's because of Zainab. So oh. it's a long story. I won't bore you with it. But oh no, so you're making powerful. all these women have to cover up. <laughs> I'm oppressing. Can we talk you. about being Muslim? Of course we okay? can. Yeah, I don't think I've ever. Obviously, I've met. Muslim people. Obviously, I've talked to them, but I don't think I've ever talked to them in depth about it. Mm-hmm. Were you born Muslim? I was born Muslim, but my parents weren't. Oh, okay. So they converted. They converted. They were both born Christian. Mm-hmm. They converted apart from one, in, one another before they ever met. Oh. Yeah, and then they met, and they got married. And my mom was like a hippie, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, this is like, they met in like the late 70s, and she's like a hippie and my dad is like this strict like military guy who was like came from like a biracial home and Mm -hmm. and you know really wanted to be Um, (laughs) pro-black and so he was like a part of the nation of Islam Mm -hmm. and made my mom like really be a Muslim like I think she was like teetering like that like this but my Uh mom was like my dad was like you gonna do it you're gonna do it yeah you love me you'll do it yeah and and then we're all Muslim all the kids are Muslim Ah. I think it's interesting that there is such like a Muslim Islamic fear in America, mm-hmm. but I don't think people realize they interact with like Muslims every day. Like there's so it's the biggest religion, isn't it? It's the fastest growing oh, the fastest religion growing in religion. the world. Uh-huh. Um, and it's 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 a really it's it's the second largest, I believe. In maybe not, it's probably Christian in the United States. Probably Christianity. Judaism and then I don't think so. No, I don't think there's a lot of Jewish people. Okay, maybe they're just in Jewish general? by culture. I don't know. Uh, it's always weird with, with Jewish people. Yes. It's like, do you they're like? No, we we're just we're Jewish by cult, like, but mm-hmm. not by faith. And it's like, oh, I thought it was yeah. a religion. I same. Okay, so growing up, I went to school with a lot of Jewish. Me kids. too. So I thought they were just white kids. So I thought some white people were Christians and some white people were Jewish people. But now I've been told that no, uh, Jewish is an ethnicity, and they aren't white people. And my mind still has a hard time wrapping its head around it. So I think you could say the same thing. Like, I think there's a certain group of people that believe that Muslim is culture based as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like you have to be from a certain part of the world to actually be Muslim. But there it's it's a faith. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a faith. It's you're asking somebody to believe in something. And so Mm -hmm. not to mention, I mean, you know, we the the white man has lied about so many (laughs) things. (laughs) <laughs> I tried to put on my black Israelite voice because I mean you know in like on Hollywood and Highland in Harlem there's mm-hmm. like a group of like seven black guys who swear they're like the original Jews yes yes what is, what is that called black Israelite is it yeah well there's like black Israelites and then there's uh, what five percenters or that... oh five percent is Muslim that, oh that is yes. Muslim yes 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 but that's people who believe that they're five percent of God so I, so I uh, met a guy who was a five percenter, and I thought it. Now this is how ignorant I am. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, was like, <laughs> I don't know anything. I was like, does that mean you only practice five percent of the religion? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he was like, no, five um, percenters consider themselves to be able to unlock spiritually the five percent of like understanding that re- the rest of us don't oh and i was like you might be right because i don't understand what you just said yes so. <laughs> yeah unlock my brain so yes. i can understand just you yes that's so do you only date muslim men i was just about to say i've never da- i dated a muslim guy once mm-hmm. once and his name was muhammad and mm-hmm. my name is zainab and is in the quran zainab marries muhammad <gasps> And so he just thought that it was like... Like it was it. Yeah, like it was written. Yeah. Uh And I was like, no. I was like in college (laughs) and, 
you know, <laughs> really liking a guy named Kevin. Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> Kevin? I was like, yeah, like Kevin or <laughs> Keith or De- some regular ass. Uh-huh. Um but yeah, I I've other than that I've never that was short lived. I've never dated a Muslim guy, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I don't. It would be ideal to marry a Muslim person, mm-hmm. but only when I think about children. Okay. I I don't I don't kind of worry about it because I feel like my parents raised me to be very open minded, mm-hmm. and like I took like a history of religion course when I was in college, and that sort of opened up my mind mm-hmm. to all the religions. So I'm never anywhere like. You can't believe this. It's like practice what you practice. You're not hurting anybody, right? Mm-hmm. You you're like a decent human being. I can get with that. I'd rather somebody who's a completely different faith than me, but be a great person, a mm-hmm. nice person, have high morals than somebody who's like, I'm a Muslim, I'm a Christian, but I kill people. You yes. know, like nobody wants that. No. Um, and can I ask? Of course, ask me anything. Sorry, I'm just so interested. I don't think I've ever, I've never been in the space where I'm like, oh, I can ask all my Muslim questions. Also, I I don't know the demographic of the people who listen to this, so this might be interesting for them. Mm-hmm. Um, the women who cover up, is that just like a different level of Muslim or... No, I wouldn't say that it's a different level. Like, I would never say that a woman, just because she wears hijab, believes more than I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's just about um, what you want to do. It's about how you want to sort of practice. It's, it's simply what it and is. And it's just a modesty thing, It's right? a modesty thing. And I think also, too, like, I'm not a married woman mm-hmm. but I imagine that that might be a bit more imposed on a woman by the male mm-hmm. in her life you know but it's all all religions are strict that's what's yes. so interesting you know like everybody because because you know Muslim women some he some he jabs like you know the uh burqa and stuff like that cover your complete face mm-hmm. and things like that think that oh like Muslims are these like oppressed women that mm-hmm. did. but it's like no every the, the, those three books the torah the the bible the, they say the same mm-hmm. Kind of the same things, you know, like you, you're supposed to be modest in church too. Yes, you're supposed you are. to be, but nobody well, does. Christians, I feel like a lot of Christians are very removed from, you know, yeah. the church and whatnot. Yeah. And then there's a lot of women who like go to the club on Sun or Saturday. Yeah. And you would never know they go to church on Sunday. Yeah. So I think women who wear hijabs are just practicing their modesty at all times. Exactly. I wore hijab all the way up until I was like 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I do wear it when just out of respect, I wear it whenever I go to like the mosque, mm-hmm. you know, I, I wear hijab, but um, I wore it every single day until I was 14. Was that, where did you grow up? New York. Oh, so it wasn't hard. It, no. Nobody said shit. Or, oh no, yes? it was. Uh, yeah. Was I went it? to, yeah, I went to school with mostly Jewish kids. Oh, okay. And I was, ne- there was never another, like I, I imagine now you see more Muslim kids mm-hmm. in school, but I was always the only Muslim girl in my class. Oh. Yeah. There was never the only other, and then the other Muslim mm-hmm. kids in the school were my siblings. Like, <laughs> the, yeah. See, I would have thought that New York just had more, more. I think they do, but maybe just like, I, I, you know, I grew up in Harlem. I used to be bust out of the neighborhood. Like I was in Gifted and Talented. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go to a school where the demographic looked like me at all. Uh-huh. Like not only was I, I wasn't just the only Muslim, but at times I might have been mm-hmm. one of two black kids mm-hmm. in the class or something, you know? Interesting. 
I did not know that about you. Yeah. Um, I also grew up with just a bunch of white kids yeah. around. I also just learned that Hasidic Jewish women wear wigs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Not just Hasidic, because that's it's Hasidic and Orthodox. Oh, yes. But yeah, they wear wigs. They have to shave their head. It's yes. A, yeah. Which is like another, it's like modesty, yeah. right? Or, but unlike us, they get wigs that almost look exactly yes. like their hair. So yes. you do. I mean, so some of them know. look like, why well, is it so like, stiff? Girl. <laughs> yeah. Girl. Get you a black friend. That's, get yes. me to the beauty supply shop. Yes. But some of them have, like, great wigs. Mm -hmm. I was in Tel Aviv uh, years and years and years and years ago, which mm -hmm. is apparently, like, the hair capital for uh, Jewish women. Okay. And these wigs are expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think it's just, it's really interesting what religions ask of you. Which I think is sort of the same thing. Like, if you think about it, a Jewish woman covering her hair is the same as a Muslim woman yes. covering her hair. Absolutely. It's just in a, in a different... It's it's almost like they're like, well, we'll cover it in this way and we still fit, like, in normal society. Mm -hmm. You can't identify us easily, you know? Yes. Um, and I imagine their history probably has something to do with that, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and Muslim women it's not the same it's like this is these are this is the way we cover up mm -hmm. and i think now with all the, with the with the trend of the headscarf like who can tell yes, who fucking knows <laughs> i do love a headscarf i, I did not like them growing up <laughs> i did not like having to wrap my hair up at night because i would go to sleepovers my little white friends didn't have to do anything like that and i Growing up, I think I spent a lot of time being like, I'm not different. I'm just like you. Yeah. And the older I get, the more I embrace the differences, the more I'm like, I want to be different. Yeah. I like to look a little, I'm wearing leopard print pants and <laughs> little vans with fire <laughs> flames on them because I like it. I like mixing patterns. I like to not look like everybody else now. Yeah. But ooh, growing up, I truly just wanted to not stand out because my skin made me stand out so yeah. much. Yeah. <sighs> Do you like to date men of the same ethnicity or different ethnicity? Does it matter? I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't care at this point. Like I find myself attracted to all different types of men and I'm more so interested in how they treat me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you could be fine as shit, but if you, you could be fine as shit and you could be black and you could, if you say like, I don't eat vegetables, I'm like, I can't date him, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I I can't date him. I, I found myself, vegetables. yeah, like, you know, uh, books are stupid. Like, I just, I, can't, I won't be able to date you. Mm -hmm. um, I found myself maybe like three years ago at this point dating a guy who was, White Mormon Republican. Whoa. How on earth did you meet? <laughs> we actually met on Tinder. Ah, uh, all right. But so I've never actually dated on Tinder before. Mm -hmm. um, the show asked me to do a piece for them. Mm -hmm. uh, like a relationship show asked me to do a piece. And so I had to sign up for Tinder. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to see like, oh, is, is Tinder what everybody's saying it is? Uh -huh. And so I was like, first of all, it was too much work for me. It's like <laughs> everybody wanted to talk all the time. And then you had to like let them know you'd be right back. And I was like, I don't have time for this, mm -hmm. right? So I taped this show. And there were two guys of like the 40 different guys and couples that I was talking to because people try There's a and lot of couples swing. on there who are like, we're just looking for a playmate. Yeah. Like, Ugh. So there were like maybe two guys that 
I was really like genuinely enjoying the conversation. He was one of them. And then there was another guy who I knew I could never date. I think he was just like gay and didn't know. Sure. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, you're great, but you don't like you women. You got a secret yeah. that you got to share with yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I taped this show, I did not... But I realized while I was taping the show that their sort of angle was to make fun of the people who date ah. on Tinder. It was like the pitch meeting was mm-hmm. like different. The pitch uh-huh. meeting, like all the female producers were like, maybe you'll find love. Mm-hmm. And the guys was like, well, maybe he'll show up with a a rocket. And, you know, like the guys wanted like the weirdest things. And the yes. women were like, worst case, mm-hmm. you're fine. You're a soulmate, you know. Um, so when I realized that because I was having these these like legitimate conversations with these two guys I was like I'm not going to include them in on this right Mm -hmm. I shoot the show as soon as we wrap I delete Tinder yes I undo my yeah goodbye I even reset my phone to the factory settings because I wasn't sure I wanted to make sure it was gone (laughs) that is so (laughs) that sounds like let me just make sure this is off um and a, my friend of mine was like, what happened to the guy? I was like, oh, I didn't tell him. I was like, but I mean, he knows my name. If he really wants to date me, mm-hmm. he can find me on social media. So like a couple of weeks passed and I noticed that he like liked a bunch of my Instagram pictures. Oh. Right? And I told my friend, I'm like, he liked a bunch of my pictures. He was like, oh, he wants to date you. I was like, no, he wants to like a lot of my Instagram uh-huh. pictures. So then a, a a girl that I know, she was like, have you checked your Instagram DMs? I sent you something. And I was like, oh, no. And so I checked it. And you know how you can have a lot of requests? Mm-hmm. And if you don't follow, the, they, it doesn't let you know that you have these requests. No, you have to like go to a go different to it. Yeah. page or whatever. And the only reason why I did that was because her thing wasn't coming through. So I mm-hmm. was looking for her and realized he had sent me these messages weeks back. Oh. And we talk, I, as, as soon as I responded to him, I apologized. I was like, I was mm-hmm. dating for a show and, you know, just doing a piece for a show. And I apologized. And he was like, oh, so was it all fake? <laughs> and I was like, well, no, if it was all fake, I would not feel the need to even respond to your mm-hmm. message. I genuinely enjoyed conversing with you. Um, but I just, you know, that's just what it is. And he was like, oh, OK, well, if you're open to it, I would still love to, like, meet you for drinks or take you to dinner. And then mm-hmm. that happened. We met for drinks really, like, briefly. Then he asked me to dinner after that. We went to dinner and then we dated for a little while. Wow. Yeah. How long did you date? Maybe like four months. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a good chunk of time for truly just talking to someone on a whim. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, there were there were definitely some cultural differences. Uh-huh. Yes, he's like, a Mormon white guy but, who's a Republican. Yeah, but even just like I would be speaking passionately and he would be mm-hmm. like, Calm down. Oh. You're being aggressive. And I'm like, if you only knew. Truly. If what I was being aggressive, aggressive you would be dead. like, yes. You know? I it, hate that. I hate that a black woman specifically cannot be impassionate or impassioned about something without being labeled aggressive or mm-hmm. angry or whatever, or hostile mm-hmm. or whatever. I was called a bitch once because I spoke my mind on something with a bunch of executives mm-hmm. and then I... My rep, my rep, my manager mm-hmm. told me that I should apologize because I came off as a little mean. And I said, a bitch. And he went, your word's not mine. And mm-hmm. I said, sure. So I emailed. I was like, if you felt that I was coming across a certain type of way, it's because I felt X, Y, and Z. And just yeah. re- reiterated what I was saying. And yeah. I was like, I'm not a bitch because I know what I'm talking about and I know what I want. Mm-hmm. 
assertive, yes. Mm-hmm. Bitch, no. Mm-hmm. Rude, no. Mm-hmm. It's yes, but yeah. So we had those things, and I'm I'm one of those. Like I I speak my mind. Usually mm-hmm. I'm pretty mellow. Like my energy is pretty mellow, and. But so so sometimes I can get away with saying like certain things, but because my tone is a bit mm-hmm. chill, you don't, you know. But I remember on the first date when he told me he was a Mormon Republican, uh, he was also adopted. Like he had a mm-hmm. lot going on. Um, I was like, wait, Mormons are the ones that think black people are aliens, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how can we have a relationship if I don't? That. Oh, really? No. Yes. Mormons think black people are aliens. Yeah. Who came down to earth and said, please <laughs> enslave us. Yes. <laughs> it was, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it was, I'm sure I, I worded it very loosely, but it's uh-huh. like, I just said, like, what, like, I mean, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. So if, if this is a first date, if you have a problem with this, then this is, <laughs> you know, you find out early. Uh-huh. I cannot deal with this woman. Um, anywho, we dated for like a couple of months, months. And then, um, after I, I got it, uh, maybe a couple of months after that, he tried to like date me again. Mm-hmm. And I was over, I was like newly in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, Hey, you want to, he, he, <laughs> he actually texted me and said, Hey, I was like, Hey, mm-hmm. and he was like the universe told me he said I've been thinking about you and I and the universe told me to like reach out to you and I said oh don't listen to the universe that bitch be lying (laughs) (laughs) and he did not you know how you don't know how to respond Uh to that he didn't text back for like 45 minutes oh I love it and then he must have got like coaching from his friend or something like that and then text back laugh out loud I'm like you need a help with a laugh out loud (laughs) So then he was like, you know, I if you're open to it, I would like to like meet for drinks or whatever. And we went to this restaurant that I really wanted to try because mm-hmm. you ain't going to waste my time. I don't know what you're trying to do. <laughs> and he was like talking to me. And I was like, wait, like at the table, I was like, wait, are you are you? Are you trying to like rekindle something? Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Oh, because I said something about the guy that I was seeing." Because uh-huh. I thought we were catching up. Yes. And he said, "Oh, well, that sucks for me." And I was like, "Wait, what, what is this?" Yeah, I was like, "Were you trying to rekindle?" And he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I would have done it even if I wasn't in a relationship because mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not the, t- the go backwards type of person." Fair. How can I ask how it ended before you went out again? So why did you stop dating the first time? It was like a miscommunication that got really sort of just out of hand. Mm -hmm. And it was just kind of like um, I I used to do this relationship podcast and I vented about this situation Uh and he was an avid listener. And at first first he liked listening because Mm -hmm. I had very positive things to say about Mm -hmm. him. But this episode, Mm -hmm. after he pissed me off Mm -hmm. and I needed, my co-host was a guy, so I just needed a guy. I needed to know if I was bugging. Uh So I'm on this podcast like, and he said he's going to stay with his neighbor. And I'm thinking this is really literally the conversation i'm like he said he was going to stay with his neighbor and i'm thinking a neighbor if you live in an apartment building is somebody that lives in your apartment his neighbor is like a few miles away is that a neighbor like the, mm-hmm. you know my my guy friend was like i mean that's not a neighbor to me but maybe that's a neighbor mm-hmm. to anywho i'm just like venting my frustrations on the podcast because yes. last time i vented my frustration to him he told me i was being aggressive uh-huh so i took it to the podcast <laughs> 
So if you think this is aggressive, I will talk yes, to somebody yes. else and you can listen to it. Yes. And so then after that, it just like slowly like just, mm-hmm. you know, just fizzled out. away, yes. Yeah. So that's your only dating on like online date. Oh, wait. First, we should take a break. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho. (laughs) Without having to go 
consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. And now we're back. Okay. <laughs> is that your only uh, Tinder, Bumble, online dating experience? I went. I went on one other, and I can't remember which website it was. Maybe it was um, Match.com or something like mm-hmm. that. And this was shortly after because this was in between... Because that one didn't go so bad, I was like, well, let me try. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine is like an avid online dater. Um, and I went out with this guy. He didn't really look anything like his. Oh, no. Was he like uglier and fatter? He 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 looked exactly like his picture. But it was like he post like his pictures were like the best version of him. Yes. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. and he was so polite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew the moment that we sat down that I was not going to, and I didn't have the heart to just say, you know what, let's just not. Mm-hmm. So I just sat there and smiled and allowed him to enjoy himself because I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> and allowed and, and him I, to enjoy himself. <laughs> so by just so being you, in your presence. Yeah. So now you know what it's like to deal with me. <laughs> <laughs> takes a it. certain type of guy. I love it. Um, and and then I just walked through. Like he was like, you know, I would love to, because at up until the, the our date, we only communicated through the app. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the date, I think he felt like, well, if it goes well, you would give me your real number. Yes. And uh, if he hears this, he he might be a listener. It's fine. I, mean- I gave it to him only because I am so confident in my block button on my iPhone. <laughs> I knew, you know, I didn't have the heart to tell him no. It's I don't even know if it's a politeness thing or just a conditioned woman thing. Yeah. Where where you just feel the need to just give someone your number and sit through a fucking date. Yeah. Even yeah. though you don't want to cuz I've done that before. Yeah, you know what? I didn't want to you see how I'm saying like, oh, he was nice, and mm-hmm. but I just wasn't attracted to him. Yeah. And like none of his niceness could change that. Mm-hmm. And I felt a bit shallow. And so I... I don't think that's a shallow thing because when you first meet someone, you either are attracted to them and like, I want to be their friend or like, ooh, I want to date them. Or you're like, ugh, this person yeah. is not for me. And I think that's okay. Yeah. I... It, I don't think it's a shallow thing because I don't think it's at face value. I think when you meet someone, you get their energy, you get what they're bringing to the table almost immediately. And people always put their best foots forward. Mm -hmm. So like if you're not into that best foot, then like the other foot's probably going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. 
right? Yeah, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, people are on their best behavior the moment you meet them. Yeah. So if you meet someone and you're like, ugh. Yeah. No. Well, now I don't feel bad at all. Don't. Don't. <laughs> never feel bad. I say never feel bad about how you treat a man unless you kill him. And then, like, feel bad. Because, like, that's bad? Yeah. You kill somebody? <laughs> you gotta go to jail now? Right, you exactly. Bad? Very exactly. bad. Um... So are you in a relationship now? No. <laughs> the way you answered that, I thought you were going to say yes. yes. It looked like you were nodding yes. And no. You went, uh, no. No. Uh, are you looking to be in a relationship or are you just chilling? I like a guy that, my the way my friend put it, she said he doesn't like you enough. Okay. Um, I really like him. I, mm-hmm. I, my relationship ended uh, at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a little bit of like linger, lingering, like, you know, yes. just. Um, and so that's probably stopped in the past, like two months, like no mm-hmm. conversation, no, no connecting anything um, in the sky. I've been sort of hanging out with him a little bit, but and he told me he said that he was hesitant to date me. Okay, and he said that he was emotionally unavailable. Okay, um, and I I know he likes me. Mm-hmm. I think he likes me a lot. Mm-hmm. But my friend said, "Well, not enough to give you what you want." So I think your friend is right. Yeah, and I think. Uh, my friend's mom said, men don't lie. Mm-hmm. Men tell you exactly what they mean. Mm-hmm. And I think him saying he's emotionally unavailable, I think he's telling you that he's not available for you. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. That's the thing that you hear and you're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why not? Because <laughs> it makes you feel like, it almost makes you feel like you, you're doing something wrong. It makes you feel like you're not enough. It's like, why? Yes. Uh, what do you mean you're not emotional and then emotionally available see like because I, I, I like I said I get right to the point so like what is emotionally available mm-hmm. unavailable mean does that mean you're actually in a relationship yes because <clears throat> well he's not going to say that mm-hmm. he'll never say that he'll never say mm-hmm. I have a girlfriend I have a girlfriend I'm in a relationship yeah does emotionally unavailable mean like I just don't want to connect with you I have no desire to... Well, he said that the type of relationship that he knows that he would have with me or that a person should have with me, um, he can't do that right now. That's so frustrating. That's for the... Get the... Right? Yes. But so the issue for me is we've tried to... uh, be friends mm-hmm. and I really enjoy his friendship but that only makes me like him more uh, I think you gotta D- well yeah. you have you've had no interaction the last couple months I think that's how you gotta oh no we've it. had interaction oh, yeah I've interacted with him in the past two weeks you shouldn't but I but I realized at the end of the last in-person interaction and I've never done anything with this guy mm-hmm. um, but I realized I was like at the end of our, at the end, whenever we hang out, at the end of it, I'm thinking, is he going to kiss me or mm-hmm. not? And that's, I never, the, the the men who are truly my friend, that is, I'm never, never if, if that crossed mind. my mind, I'm going to be like, uh, 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 <laughs> you know? So. I dated this guy for a little bit and then we fizzled out. He said that he wanted to concentrate on things in his life that did not include me. Mm -hmm. And then we like kept texting. And then I, 
made the choice. I was like, I'm going to tell him that I've been thinking about him in like a, a way that like I'd like to, you know, start dating again. And then he was like, oh, I have a girlfriend. And I was like, but I thought you were constant. OK. <laughs> and then he recently texted to be like, you're really crushing it. I watched this show that you were on and you're just so funny. And then we like started talking again. And I really wanted to say, why did you text me that? Why did you think I needed to know your thoughts and your feelings about something that has nothing to do with you? You did that so I would think about you again and then like ask to date you again so then you would feel great and then be able to turn me down again. Was that your master plan? Because you've made me feel crazy. And <laughs> But I didn't say anything, of course. Uh-huh. Of course I said, and I should have been like, new number, who's this? Or yeah. like something to be like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. But instead I like talked to him and then we talked for a little bit and we talked for a couple days and then it faded away yeah. because he doesn't want me. And I don't understand why. Yeah. Obviously, there's something about me that keeps you around. You watched a whole series that I did. Have you had him on your podcast? No, but I'm going to. Yeah, and then you can ask him. Yeah. What is it? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Truly, because, like... I I can imagine that you're a bit intimidating, (laughs) Nicole, though. I, I can imagine that. Yes. I don't know who this guy is or what type of guy. Like, forget... Your personality, because you have a large personality, mm-hmm. which I think is great, though. And you are not shy about all the dicks that you want to, like, <laughs> guzzle down. I love them. Yeah. Nom, like, nom, nom, and nom, nom, I nom. think that, like, me, I'm like a prude. I'm like, dick, huh? What's that? <laughs> you mean penis? You know, like, I'm totally <laughs> shouldn't be attractive. Uh, or people shouldn't like me, rather. But you have your successful you are confident, you're strong, you are, you know what I'm saying? You're all of these things, and publicly. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of women who have a lot of going on for themselves, but nobody, know, you know, like no, yes. nobody knows about it mm-hmm. besides her partner and who her family. But you're in the public eye, and I can just imagine that that's, you speak very freely. I think mm-hmm. that if I was a guy and I liked you, I'd have to... Um, I'd have to love your quirks so much because I'd have to accept, like, (laughs) I am potentially going to be a bit, a Mm -hmm. story. I am, I I will be public, you know, like what I do will be, yeah. And and that takes a really secure person. Mm -hmm. And I'm finding out that a lot of guys aren't secure. It is insane. That we've been fed a lie that men are like providers and they're strong and they're secure. And it's like, no. Men are little itty bitty babies who can't barely figure out how to fend for themselves. And they are so fucking insecure, especially in comedy. The longer I do comedy, the more I find out that men in comedy specifically don't want to give you your due. They Mm -hmm. don't want to say you're funny just funny they want to say you're funny for a girl or they want to date a non-comedian who worships the ground they walk Mm -hmm. on and i don't think i could ever date a stand-up specifically because i'm not doing that Mm -hmm. i don't give a like we're successful in our own rights we're funny in our own ways i can't i'm not gonna suck your dick all day long Mm -hmm. and tell you that you're good and you're worthy and you're funny and whatnot but yeah, like anytime I go up at the improv and there's a male comic who is more successful than me, I'll get off stage and I'll like grab my bag or whatever and they'll be like, hey, uh, wow, 
you're really funny for a girl. Or they'll just be like, wow, you're really funny. And I'm like, you've seen me before. We've met before. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need your I validation. Can't, I can't believe another comedian is still in 2018 saying you're really funny for a girl. All the time. All the time. Wow. It's so, and, or you'll be on lineups where you're like the only girl. All the and time. All the, the time. At the Laugh Factory, I had one guy bring me up who was like, oh boy, this little lady, she's just, she's so cute and she's funny. <laughs> and I was like, cute. And then he's, oh, and then he said, uh, we're going to get a dose of estrogen. Welcome to the stage, Miss Nicole. And I was like, you found a way to like, like feminize every part like my you put a yes. miss in front of my name yes. you said estrogen the shit that's up in my body yes. you said i was cute and funny I, I was floored and then started my set in a hole because i was like yep a lady's on yeah. stage i'm gonna mop the floor with it. i was just so <laughs> angry and then you know Oops, i'm bleeding yeah my fucking period <laughs> fell out on the floor well i'm slipping in it and then you know you gotta do a fucking half hour because no one lights you correctly at the yeah. laugh factory yeah Oh, yeah, I just, uh, being a lady in comedy, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Do you find it hard? (sighs) Yes, I do, but I don't, um, I do, I definitely do, but I try not to think about it. I don't know if that's, like, a naive thing to say. No. But it's like, I kind of find it a bit difficult to be a lady in the world. Sure, yeah. And so comedy is just a subset (laughs) of this, like, fucked up ass place that we live in Mm -hmm. you know and so I just it's like I mean I get people all the time like people in the audience like they'll start out with yo I never I usually girls ain't funny Mm -hmm. it's like sir you've uh, where are we going with yeah, this? Where are we going? Why where, are you saying this to yeah, me? Yeah, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know if I should rally for all the other women that I know <laughs> that are funny. Should I just be polite and say that? Like, should I be flattered? Like, I uh-huh. don't know. You I've know? started saying, oh, yeah, there's tons of women who are funny. If you just go on YouTube and type in my name, you'll get a whole slew of other women yeah. who are hilarious. And yeah. Like, really? I'm like, do you not know how YouTube works? They'll give you a bunch of suggested videos. Yeah. Have you ever fucked an audience member or like a chuckle fucker? No. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) I had one. I did start dating, but nothing happened. A guy, I was performing at the comedy store and... Uh, but this guy's an actor. I won't say, mm-hmm. I will not say his name. Okay. Um, but this guy's like an actor, oh, like a known Ooh. working actor. And he sent somebody, somebody else up, like DM'd me and was like, hey, do you know um, so-and-so? And I was like, I was like, who's that? And the person was laughed out loud because they're like, if mm-hmm. he only knew that you did not know who he was. <laughs> um, and so then he was like, you know, this guy. And I said, oh, from that show. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, he likes you. And I was like, Okay, sure, you can give him my number. Mm-hmm. And we went out like a couple of times, but that's it. He probably loved that you didn't initially know who he was. I don't know if the guy ever probably. told him. Probably. Okay. Probably. Yeah. And I'm sure he was like hard. He was like, oh, she doesn't know me. I got to prove to her why people know me. Oh, that's oh, I love that. But no, I don't I I don't think that people would even approach me after I I don't think a guy is going to ask me out once he after he sees me on stage Mm -hmm. I just I think you're just so funny I mean thank you and and I agree but I I was in El Paso uh, like I don't know a month or so ago and these two guys the entire audience El Paso is Mexico basically Mm -hmm. so the entire audience was like 
Spanish. And then it was these two big ass black guys. <laughs> and I was like, well, what, what, now where do you live in mm-hmm. this entire, in this geographic, you know, space? And he was like, oh, we here to see you. The one guy said, oh, I'm here to see you. <laughs> and I said, oh, well, okay. <laughs> then his friend said, mm-hmm. yeah, we here to see you. And I was like, sir, that sounds like a gang rape. Okay, <laughs> you should stop. I was like, your friend beat you to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to just let You're him have it. You're tagging along. Yeah. Just be like, less aggressive. Yeah, you think I'm going to be like, well, what are we doing after? And then after the show, <laughs> they came up to me and was like, so what are you doing? Like, where are you staying? What are you? And I was like, Mm-mm. you know. Um, but no, I don't. I don't. I've. Don't date chuckle fuckers. Mm, okay. That's or fuck aggressive. chuckle fuckers. Fuck chuckle fucks. Yeah. Fuck, fuck chuckle, chuckle fucks. fucks. That's aggressive to, to, to come up and be like, where are you doing? Where are you staying? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. I don't. Traveling alone as a black woman just in this country is scary enough without someone hounding you as to mm-hmm. where what you're doing later, where you're staying. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. That's not... Yeah. Mm-mm. But I also, too, I need to really like you. I am not... I am totally, like, a liberated person sexually, mm-hmm. but I cannot have sex with a person I'm not connected to. Mm. And so I don't care how attractive you are. I don't care how attractive I may be to you. I don't care what you have, what you're doing. If I don't, like, I got to almost love you to want to do it mm-hmm. to you. That's just me. <clears throat> I just learned because Janelle Monet just came out as pansexual. Yes. And I just learned that pansexuality is loving someone regardless of gender, but also having a connection with them. Okay, I'm not pansexual. No. <laughs> but I was like, where does that fall for like heterosexuality or homosexuality? Why is pansexual essentially, ugh, people are probably going to get mad if I say this, but like to me, pansexuality seems like bisexuality just with a little addition that's like, yeah, like we have to connect. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I maybe I got it wrong. Maybe I, I wasn't really understanding what mm-hmm. was being said, but that's what it seemed like to me. But then I'm like, what about heterosexual people who, because there's a ton of people who are, who identify as straight or heterosexual or whatever, who only have sex when there's like a deep connection mm-hmm. or date someone when there's a deep connection. I guess that's monogamous, but that's just like having one partner. Like a serial monogamist? I don't know. No, because a serial monogamist is just having one partner. Oh, like that's just your, mm-hmm. you know, pattern. I don't. You know what, um, Nicole? Oh. I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't need anything. Like, I know who I. You don't have to. Uh-huh. You don't have to put any word, any prefix in the sexual. you know, like I'm just. I just operate the way I operate, and that's mm-hmm. just it. You want to give it a name? Cool. But if you if it doesn't have a name, I, like you know. I, yeah, I guess I'm just curious because everything else has a name. So I'm like, why doesn't this have a name? Yeah. I don't know. But I also, no, I don't don't know. I'm of the school of like, I, I'm attracted to everybody. I will fuck anybody once. I'm Samantha Jones on Sex and the City (laughs) said she's trisexual. She'll try anything once. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about me. But I, I don't want to be pansexual. I don't want to be bisexual. I don't want to be. I don't. I just want to be me and mm-hmm. live. Mm-hmm. But, but you have sex with women. I've had sex with women in the past, and I'm open to it in the future. I just don't want to limit. And I'm not generally like I don't walk in the streets like, ooh, that lady's hot. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, she's so pretty. 
I bet her arms are smooth. And like that's as far <laughs> as the thoughts go for me. Yeah. Um, I think with women, I have to speak to the woman and like get a feel. Yeah. Before, whereas like men, I can look at men and be like, oh, daddy. Yeah. Ooh, if only. Yeah. So I guess I'm pansexual with women and straight. I don't know. I don't fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I for a long time was like, I'm a straight lady and I love dicks. Mm-hmm. But then I like had sex with a woman and I liked it. And then I said, why would I close a door to something? Who knows? Mm-hmm. I might meet a woman and she might be the love of my life. And I just closed that door and it's not going to happen because I just closed the door. So I keep the doors open for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think for me... I think I could fall in love with anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anything, anybody. <laughs> you know, I could fall in love with a book, a lamp, a shelf. <laughs> I um I just I guess especially now I just subscribe to like to each his own. I yeah. really I really really believe like whatever you want to do, do it as long as it's not hurting anybody. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't, I, like, he, he murders you after he sexes you. Like, no, like, <laughs> or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. As long as, like, it's making you happy and it's allowing you to vibrate in the world positively, mm. then I'm, I'm with it. I like that. Vibrate in the world. Yeah. Yeah, I used to have a lot of, like things that were on my list i'd be like he needs to be taller than me he needs to be Mm -hmm. a little bit bigger than me he needs a little a lot of physical attributes but the older i get the more i'm like financially stable yeah oh yeah um down to have fun yeah and treats me nice like i don't think treats me nice ever crossed my mind up until like last year yeah Because for like three years, I had this on and off again thing with this man who literally treated me like a cum dumpster. He would call me when he needed me. And if I needed him, he was just not there. And after that ended, I just like had a moment in therapy where I was like, I think I want a man who's nice, who's (laughs) nice to me, who maybe is just nice. It treats me well. Yeah. And it's nice. Yeah. (laughs) She was like, yes. How did it end with? with him like did you have to did you just wake up one day and was like okay I've had enough so he started dating a girl so we I after like two years the two year point hit and I said to him I was like I want to be in a relationship I want to date I want to like go out more and like not just fuck and just like be together like normal people he Mm -hmm. said great okay and it was good. We were texting all the time. We hung out. And I had to go to New York for a job, and I was going to be in New York for a month. Mm-hmm. And I and I didn't like the job at the time. And I said to him, I said, will you come visit me in New York? He said, absolutely. I was like, this is happening. I have a boy who's coming to see me, and it's great. And he, like, really seems to care about me. And it hasn't been all in my head, and he does like me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was like, can you tell me the dates that you're coming? He tells me the dates. And then I said, give me your like age, birthday, blah, 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 uh, because I was going to buy his fucking ticket. Mm-hmm. And then he says, actually, I can't come. I'm working on my album. The last two weeks I'm in New York, the texts are slowing down. We're not communicating as often. I get back to L.A. and I say, we're not talking as much. What is happening? He said, I met somebody and we're dating. And I said, why would you do that if we were dating? And he's like, I'm really sorry. And then he moved in with that girl 
and then he moved away from LA and then he moved back and then started contacting me and I was like, well, maybe this will be good. And then we like fucked again. And then more time passed where he just was not reachable and I would text him and nothing. And then a couple months ago, he texted me and then I texted him back. I was like, I can't do this anymore. We can't have sex anymore. We can be friends, which I did not mean. And I was like, I just can't let you hurt me anymore because that's what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. And then he said, I don't understand where you're coming from. So then I listed bullet points, all the things he had done to me over the years. And I said, and I just can't accept this anymore. It was okay for a while, but now it's not. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, I'm really sorry. We should go out for coffee. I owe you an apology. Uh, I want to explain myself on some of these things. And I was like, sure. Knowing full well that he would not follow through on it. And we set a date and he canceled. And mm-hmm. Uh, I have not talked to him since. since and wow. sometimes I really, and he stopped posting on social media. So I don't, I legit don't know what he is doing anymore. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. But like, I really, really cared about him deeply and he did not give two shits about me. Mm. But that's, that's the way it goes. Um, but we do have to wrap this up. Okay. Do you have anything you want to plug? Well, uh, you said it at the beginning, but I would really love people to listen to my podcast, which is Honest Tea with Z. It's mm-hmm. on iTunes and SoundCloud and anywhere where there's podcasts, I believe. Um, and check out my website, which is ZainabJohnson.com. And you guys can see, like, I'm, I'm always on the road. And so you can see when I'm coming to a city near you. So check it out. And, oh, what, ooh, No, go. And on social media, I am at Zainab Johnson, Z-A-I-N-A-B Johnson. So check me out. Yes, please follow her on Instagram so you can see this beautiful skin I was talking about <laughs> in the beginning. She looks incredible. Also, if you do get a chance to see her in person, you should go. Zainab is so funny. And not to plug my show, but she plays a stripper in this episode. <laughs> and we wrote it in the room. And the way you did it was how we wrote it. It was just so perfect. Oh, good. So good. Thank you. Perfect. I had so much fun doing it. My God. And you guys made me look so pretty. When I watched it, I was like, oh, you're cute. You looked gorgeous. <laughs> and then you were just so fucking funny. Oh, thank you. Oh, boy. What a treat. Thank you for Thank you coming for having on. me. And if you liked this episode and you like my podcast, please rate and subscribe it on iTunes or wherever you're listening to podcasts. And if you re- if you uh, hit on me or say something nasty, I will read it on the podcast. Uh, so Peggy Sus, she said, from big lady to big lady, I just want to smush our big slippery bodies together. Nicole, will you have a three-way with me, please? Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Okay, Booch12 said, maybe I'm just a uh, a person can, maybe I'm just a person can calm an extrovert down. Oh, maybe I'm just a person that can calm an extrovert down. Nicole, if I wasn't gay, I'd ask to slap my head between your breasts in a sexual way. Um, and then a lot of people have said, I wish I could say something nasty, but I just can't, which is very <laughs> funny. Um, let's see. Like, yes, Spotify, yes, said, very funny. Can relate to your issues. Don't have anything crazy sexual to say. So I'm sorry. (laughs) Which I think is so adorable. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye.
has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me.